This is The Unholy Union. A podcast where you'll be subjected to highly offensive marital discourse. If you do not feel insulted during this week's episode, don't worry, we'll try harder next week. If you can relate to our ramblings, we want to be friends with you. If you believe that we take it too far or our mouths are too much for you, then with as much love and sincerity as we can muster, you can suck it. Welcome to The Unholy Union. We have a new guest today. Yay. Thank you. We have to do our (laughs) obligatory yay. But her name is Katie Isaac. She's a new special guest to the podcast. She is the owner and creator of Begin Your Shift. It specializes in personal training and nutrition coaching. She's also a wife and mother of three. And she's passionate about food, fitness, homeschooling, and all things that help her to feel her best. Now, we know her as a friend and a neighbor as well. And she is out there every day (laughs) doing some sort of physical activity. (laughs) And I envy with how much you accomplish in a day. Let me just say. (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) Between your business and the way you take care of yourself and your family, like you are an inspiration to me. And I've actually had the opportunity to work out with you a couple of times as well. We'll get into all that here in just a minute. But I just wanted to say... She is a workaholic, is what in the best way. (laughs) Thank you. I don't know if that's a good thing. (laughs) It really is because again, it's an inspiration of how much you can accomplish in a day where you know most people I think feel like they don't don't have enough time to do anything, right? So I I really think that what you do is amazing. I will get off my horse. We will talk more about that as we go along. But let's start with how did you get your start in nutrition, in fitness, all the above? Oh, gosh, I feel like it goes a long way back. It kind of cycles through. So I grew up as a kid. I danced. I didn't really do any sport other than dancing. I wasn't really actually interested in anything fitness related, you know, when it comes to like running or sports or anything. All through college, I was like, all those people that work out are kind of weird. Running's (laughs) dumb. Like, don't chase me (laughs) unless I stole something. And then after college, my my roommate had inspired me to just start, you know, moving, like trying to work out. She was really big into running. She was like the opposite of what I was at the time. And I thought, you know, I'll, I'll give it a try. And I had done some videos with her and we just, I just loved it. And then I just started to build that routine of, okay, I I started with one day a week and I felt great and two days a week. And I just noticed changes at that time. And so I got myself a gym membership. I graduated from my bedroom and like old school workout videos <laughs> to actually getting into a gym and just researching and reading and asking people questions. And in that time I had lost weight. I was overweight after college, probably the freshman 30 had right. hit me after high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I started to feel good and it actually went the the other end. So I went from being like overweight and not feeling comfortable to being severely underweight because I, I didn't understand anything. But once you kind of start getting compliments from people and stuff, you're like, okay, well, this is good. And I went down the yeah the wrong rabbit hole. In that in that time, I met john, and he was really big into working out for the for the right reasons. And long story short, he got me into the right headspace when it comes to fitness. And then we, you know, had kids, I moved to Florida. I stopped teaching. I stopped uh, being an educational consultant. And I was like, I love it so much. I want to help people really get into a space that they do it because they love it and they deserve it, not from a place of 
you're harming yourself where I was. So I can speak from a point of I'm not doing it. You know, it was a mental health thing, right? And I know you guys know like the whole mental health thing. So in your, you know, dealing with depression or self-loathing or all those things, being able to go from one extreme to the other, I felt like I could really connect with people and educate them in the right way. So that's really what kind of kickstarted my fitness journey. And in that time, I've experimented with different modalities and started to really find my passion um, for training individuals, for training for multi-sport events like triathlons and obstacle course racing and stuff. And uh, so here we are now. Yeah. Yeah, Like you said, three kids later and a whole journey behind you. Does that go into why you called your company Begin Your Shift? What does the name mean? Yes. So really, it's all about shifting everything in your life to go from where you are to where and and who you want to be. And you have to really decide, like, it's not just doing one thing is going to get you there. It's multiple things. You know, everything's connected. Your, Your mind, your body, your life, how you eat affects how you feel. It affects how you move. So when you have to start with your mind first, you have to believe you can do something. You have to have the desire to do something. And then when you shift those thoughts in your mind, and then you can start saying, I'm going to start moving my body and treating it better. Then you notice that when the mind and the body become connected, your whole life changes. And so that's where I came up with Begin Your Shift. All right. That's powerful. Yeah. <laughs> That's powerful. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Mic drop. We're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all That's we need. It. That's the sound bite. <laughs> well, what do you find to be the most rewarding about training yourself and even training others? Because you mentioned that you do personal training, but you also mentioned that at some, one point this was for you too. So what do you find most rewarding in both arenas? I'll start with people first because they they motivate me. I mean, I get up at the crack of dawn every day and I'm not mad about it. I truly enjoy it. I get excited to see my, and I don't call them clients. I call them my athletes. They're my friends. I've developed a really great relationship with them. And I love I love seeing people do things that they don't believe that they can or think that they're capable of. And taking the initiative, one, to just, first of all, to ask for help, right? Asking for a coach or a trainer is the first step in saying like, I want to make a change in my life. The second is showing up. That's rewarding enough that if somebody walks onto my parking lot for my early morning boot camps or walks into my garage, they've shown up. Everything else is icing on a cake, but just seeing people do things that they're not, that they're afraid to do or try new things, grow Mentally, yes, I'm excited about their physical growth, but I see a lot of mental and personal growth with people as well when they devote, you know, an hour, a couple days a week to themselves. And for that, like that moves me more than anything. I think a lot of people look at a trainer and they're like, oh, their number one goal is to get people, you know, to lose weight and be buff. And for me, like that's, that's probably secondary because that's why I begin uh, shift your mind is first for me because it's how you how you treat yourself and how you think about yourself, talk to yourself. That's more important th- than the physical part because you've got to love yourself. You know, like mental health yeah. is so so important. Well, you came. That's where you came from. You know, yeah. so it translates into your business. I, I mean, I like that. 
Because, like you said, most people are. Yeah, I'm gonna make this dude swole. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How much can he bend? Yeah, yeah. How much can right. he bend, dude? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and everybody right. comes to me with a different goal, and that's my job as a coach. Is I'm not here to force them into something that I want them to be. I'm here to hold their hand and push them a little bit, make them uncomfortable into who they want to be. And sometimes who I foresee them, like, you know, I Mm -hmm. can see that people are more capable of what they give themselves credit for. So I enjoy that's when I get excited. Yeah, I've been in a couple of your sessions before and had so much fun, but I was doing it at 5 a.m., so oh, dark um, my work schedule changed. <laughs> I need to get back to you, though. <laughs> what time yes, do you, wake you know up? where I live. <laughs> what time do you wake up? Should Katie? I be embarrassed? <laughs> um, my alarm goes off anywhere from 3.30 to 3.50 in the morning. And mm. I roll out of bed. Depends on what depends on what I have on deck for myself that day. And I had just had a conversation with someone about that because she said she can't get into a routine or a schedule. And I said, you know, this sounds really selfish, but it's not your, for me, I see myself as like the, the most important person in the household because I'm cooking, cleaning, taking care of the kids, running a business, you know, do you're doing all the things. So when I sit down, I say, what do I need first? And I build everyone's life around mine. And that sounds really selfish, but no, so that I can take care of me, then I can take care of everybody else. So that's how I, um, if you're not taken care of that, that's the basis of your entire house. Like you just said, right. I think it's beyond that. Even it's, you know, the idea that who's going to take care of you, if not you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, maybe you would. know, outwardly needs, but yes, yeah, the internal stuff. Absolutely, I, yeah. I totally get that. That it, makes but, the Isaac uh, household can't starve. <laughs> no, they can't. You, you've seen my kids eat. Uh, when people ask, I go to bed early as well, so I'm in bed at my day has a hard stop at nine o'clock, and on the weekends I try to get to bed by eight. I sound lame. But I got to do what I have, you know, I got to get it done. So, I mean, I make it that's what works for you. I couldn't, Absolutely. I don't think I could ever wake up at 3.30 a.m. <laughs> I think your mom does you too, though, doesn't she? Yeah. 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 My mom. Is There's just some people, I guess, who riser. Yeah, are wired that way, but he's more likely to stay up until 3 a.m. than he is to go to bed. Anyways, we're digressing right. on that topic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, okay. So how much of training someone, we kind of hit on this already, is mental versus physical? Because you mentioned that you have to change your mind and then the physical comes after. How much of that is truly mental versus the physical and getting stronger? I think it varies on the person and where their starting point is and the obstacles we have to overcome. Everything's different. Like a workout's different for every person if I'm training someone for a race or something, I've got to get their mind right for a competition mindset over the physical. So it's hard to say one or the other because they really go hand in hand and it it varies on the person. But I think anybody needs to know that if you're going to do anything when it comes to taking care of yourself, you have to get comfortable with getting uncomfortable. You have to know that it's going to suck for a little bit. And you, and a quote that I always love is you have to choose your hard. If you do things hard now, it gets easier later. But if you ignore the hard because you're afraid of it or, 
or because you don't want to do things hard, you just make everything else in life harder. So you've got to decide like, what would you rather do? Getting is getting up and working out too hard or is having to go to the doctor and not feel well and having aches and pains and stuff. Like what's your hard? I'd much rather wake up early than <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. We got another sound <laughs> Right? You just <laughs> drop in the mic every time on every question. Okay. Coming in hot. Well, <laughs> well, I guess the next question then is how much is nutrition versus physical? Like how what do you feel about the nutritional aspect versus, you know, the physical workout? Um, are do you feel that both are equally as important, just like you said, for mental? Mm-hmm. I, I think they're both they're both important, but if someone comes to me and, and is asking for help with the whole package, you know, some people come to me just for nutrition or just for fitness, but if people come to me with everything, I always hit nutrition first because it can be a lot simpler and I don't take things away from people, but I ask them, you know, where you are, what can we add to first to make your life like make you feel better. And then we start making tweaks. You know, your nutrition affects everything. It affects your mind, it affects your gut and your gut and your brain are connected. And so if people at, like, if I had to choose, if people come to me, I would say I'd, I'd much rather f- start with your nutrition first and then go into fitness or adding s- very simple things like nutrition plus walking or nutrition mm-hmm. plus right. bike riding, things that are very low, low intensity, like minimal thinking involved, um, low risk. Yeah. Powerful. But I love food. You know, I love food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, food. It's such a, um, like it's such a crux for some people, but there's others who can do it right. And I don't know. I feel like maybe as a society, we are really bound to what's convenient. It feels like, like we are all about convenience and from what I've learned from you and just, you know, following you on social media is that you can still have the convenience and be healthy with it. Right. So mm-hmm. I don't know, I guess for the convenient aspect, if someone came to you with that, like this nutrition isn't convenient, what would you say to them? Well, what, what do you consider? I'd ask that person, what do you consider convenient? Because you can stop places. I can run into Publix and get something really fast that doesn't need to be cooked and I can feed myself well, right? If I think about, I always tell people, if you can get some like simple protein, some fruits and veggies and uh, a complex carbohydrate, you're good. I can run into Publix and grab some lunch meat, I get some deli meat. I can grab some hard boiled eggs. I can grab a piece of fruit and I can grab some, you know, nuts or a little like squeezy pouch of peanut butter and I'm good. So if you can't, if that, like, that's where, if, you need convenience, start super basic there and then build your way up. Um, but I can probably find an uh, answer to every <laughs> food <laughs> excuse out there because it, it, you deserve, you know, you deserve to feel well and you deserve to feed yourself well. And it doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be timely. I don't want to spend all my time in the kitchen. I, I assess things that I'm preparing for our family. And if I'm going to take longer than 20 minutes, I'm out, you know, Mm -hmm. 20 minutes is like all I want to give to start to finish prep, cook, eat. And if you've got older kids, you know, I say like at five and six kids should start cooking and prepping and helping and taking the load off 
the family because they're capable. So nutrition starts as, as an education piece. Yeah. I mean, you don't want them to grow up and think convenience is McDonald's, you know? (laughs) No. And you know what? I think a lot of this, um, I grew up, so my parents cooked, my dad worked shifts, my mom worked a lot and they cooked enough and we ate well, but I danced six days a week and every night on the way home, it was, would you prefer McDonald's, Wendy's or Burger King? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because my yep. mom would cook leftovers went to my dad who worked when he worked night shift, you know, they it went with him. And it was just convenient. Um, my mom was going through mental health things. And so I can look back and know why. But it's also my job to change that how mm-hmm. I grew up versus how I want my kids to grow up. And I'm not mad about it. No, but, I mean, growing up in the 80s, too, you know, everything was convenient. So it's like, oh, Go to McDonald's, get your toys. Go. Yeah, <laughs> I know yeah, that's yeah, the sure. thing like every once in a while, but when you're doing it five or six days a week, it yep. adds up money wise and you pay for it physically. For sure. For sure. And I mean, but you're you are proof that it is possible to do convenient healthy because you are I mean, I've got I sit in my office all day because I work from home and I have my window open 90% of the time and I see your car going up and down the <laughs> going up the street, I'm like, in a taxi light. <laughs> is it football? Is it dance? Like you are, you are proof though that it's possible because you're you're constantly moving. I mean, even with a busy schedule. Yeah, even with a busy schedule, you're able to eat that way. I mean, I'll be honest with you, we're not on that level yet. <laughs> we would like to be. <laughs> that's kind of where the question came from, honestly, is that we probably would use that excuse, right? We're looking for convenience. Yeah. We've got so much on our plate. But again, the idea of the things that you accomplish in a day, it's proof and inspiration that we could do it. So again, you are very inspiring, Katie. <laughs> oh, thank you. And I, you know, I love sharing all those things. I, you know, if you can go to Publix and grab a rotisserie chicken and a bag of salad, you're good. Yep. Right. right. Like, no. Yeah. And do that. And then like, what can you add to it? Because you deserve, you deserve it. And it doesn't so have to Mc- be fancy. A McFlurry added to it is not. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe once in a while, <laughs> but not every night, not every night. <laughs> well, I guess this kind of rolls into the next question here. How do you do it all? Like I, I keep saying that you're an inspiration because of how much you fit in your day. And I truly mean that. I want to know your secret. Yeah. How do you fit homeschool, training, cooking, time for yourself? How do you fit this all in your day? What What do you think is your secret to finding time for it all? Oh, gosh. I don't, I don't think there's a secret. I think there's a lot of time I give myself grace on things and... It comes down to a schedule and prioritizing what I need to get done and letting some other things go. And it's really, really hard for me, but finally realizing to ask for help on things. So on Sundays, I sit down with my calendar or I actually sat down before we got on today and I map out everything that I need to accomplish for myself first and then for other people. So my clients that I work with virtually, you know, their nutrition plans and their workout plans and how long I think about how long that's going to take me. And I map that out over the course of the day. And then I end the week and then I start plugging in what I need to accomplish with the kids. 
And then everything kind of goes from there. I can't say I don't have a lot of wiggle room. Um, I don't do a lot of like exciting things. So I probably trade getting things done for TV or something. Um, homeschooling the kids provides a lot of flexibility because we can get a lot of things done on the go in the right. car, taking it with us. So that's been a huge uh, shift for our family is having having the flexibility because of homeschooling. But I let other things go like laundry will get done if it gets done. If it doesn't, then somebody else can do it. And I'll ask for help. We clean together. I ask the kids to clean. They all have, you know, their own responsibilities every single day. And I, I had that conversation with them. You know, this is what I have to do for our family, not have to do. Let me rephrase that. This is what I get to do for our family so that we get to do these things this is where you need to be a part of the family and help and also just kind of becomes their part of their education. You know, it, it takes everybody working together, not just one person. For sure. So yeah. The family unit is the strong. Multitasking. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have to share okay. the load. I but will that took a really be better about my time, Katie. <laughs> it took a really, it took a really, really, really long time. So people always see you in the now and don't know how long it takes you to get there. Sure. And I'll say it's taken a very long time and multiple attempts at a schedule and planning and what's working now is going to totally change when school starts Yeah, and it'll totally change again when a sport gets added to the plate. And so I think there's a lot of being flexible with everything too, and not super rigid. Like I'm rigid to an extent, but then I have to realize that things are going to change. Things are going to come up and you have to be okay with that. Absolutely. I have a question about homeschooling because we've always been, we've always wanted to do it. We just mm-hmm. don't, we're, you know, Lens has to go to work and, right. you know, things like that. But what do you, what are the benefits of homeschooling? Because a lot of people ever since COVID, they were looking into it and they mm-hmm. created these pods, you know, where everybody would go to one house and the co-ops. Do, yeah. The co-ops yeah. and, Things like that. So what do you think the, the the big benefits of homeschooling are that that you don't really get if you send your kids to public school? I think there's so many. I could probably have a separate podcast <laughs> with you guys on homeschooling. But long story short, you you're in charge of everything that your child is learning what they're being exposed to, what they're not being exposed to. Yes. You are participating more in their education at the level that you want. So service level, a lot of people think that you have to do everything. COVID gave homeschool a really bad rap, I think, because it was a scramble of okay, like get everybody on the computer. I mean, ours was miserable. So if I made my decision based on our homeschool experience because of COVID, I would have never done it. Mm-hmm. But I was introduced to a co-op and that made a world of a difference because I had a community to lean on and support me in in that. And it was, there were seasoned moms in there as well as new moms. So being able to have mentors, I guess, to help me. Yep. But since then, if you've heard about micro schools, they're everywhere now. So micro schools are are options for people that maybe want to homeschool their kids, but work, work from home. Maybe they only work a couple days a week and they're like, I don't know what to do with my kids. You, it's a drop-off. 
but it's a like one teacher to eight kid ratio and they've okay. got the, the bare basics. Like it's your science, math, language arts, extracurriculars, and there's a lot of fluff taken out. So you'll notice like the days are shorter, the weeks are shorter, but they have the opportunity to get what they need, get in and get out. Yeah. I wow. mean, that, that seems a lot better for kids that do struggle too, because mm-hmm. one teacher yeah. per eight kids, that's more, more focus. Yeah. More focus in one. on Oh yeah. Time. You can differentiate. And I had a friend that she works from home. She and her husband run their own business and they have a tutor come. The tutor comes mm-hmm. to their house while she's tutoring all the kids. They do their work. And then the rest of the time are field trips and a co-op day. So there's so many options out there. It's finding a mentor to guide you in the direction that, that would fit your family. And right. then, yeah, you really can create the world you want. For sure. I mean, you know, the <laughs> I'm all about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. For, I mean, the, the, it's important to know what your kids are learning at school. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've talked about that before. Yeah. For sure. On the podcast, we've talked about that and mm-hmm. it's, I think it's more important now than it ever has been. And I think that homeschooling is probably the best option to know exactly what they're learning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I know a lot of people want to do it and they're afraid of it or they're, it it might not fit their schedule, but I think you can, you can figure out a way if you really want it. Yeah. And still have your life, right? Like still have your career, Mm -hmm. even if you're out of the house. Yep. For sure. I'll just bring your daughter over. She <laughs> can join the crew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Then what would you do tomorrow if you won $10 million tonight? We like to add these little fun I questions. like this one. This is so fun. Um, <laughs> I would build my dream training facility. Oh, like anywhere like a, near your house or are you talking like in of Tampa? I don't have, yeah, it would be here. It would be in this area. I actually had my eye on a place and it, it didn't work out, but it would be, it would be a community training facility that would include a lot more than just fitness training. So I don't right. want to say too much because it's like a really big, like goalie kind of secret, but yeah, it'd be a place that would be community to work out, to train for other trainers to subcontract a community garden, coffee house, like the place oh. where you would want to go to have everything you need because that's missing. Like people go to a gym and they leave and the community aspect is missing. And there's really not a lot of training stuff on our side of town. You know, you look at any athlete, they're driving to Tampa, they're driving to Lakeland, they're driving to Apopka, Brandon, which we all know if you're driving from this side of town to Brandon, it's like 30 to 45 minutes with traffic. There's nothing here and it's so needed. So I need $10 million. Bring it on. (laughs) (laughs) That creates a reason why, well, that's, that creates an excuse of why people don't do it. Driving mm-hmm. is a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, oh, I will right? tell you right now, if it's like over my 20 minute time limit, I'm out like yeah, Amazon right. Prime. That exactly. exactly. I mean, <laughs> everything has society has gone towards convenience. And I mean, it's not a bad thing in certain aspects. Like you just said, Amazon Prime is amazing. <laughs> right. But, but, but I don't even see it as convenience. I see it as your time is precious. And for yes. me to sit in a car And I always, that's where I always think is like, I could accomplish X, Y, Z in that time driving. So I'm out. So I will choose getting something done versus driving. 
For sure. Absolutely. You're on Shark Tank. No, I I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, I I fully believe putting things out into the universe and what's the word? Speak it into existence. Exactly. So ten million dollars tonight, you get your facility and we're speaking it into existence. Yes. <laughs> that I'll go play the lottery. <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> There you go. You said coffee, so I'm going. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah. You can't have a good workout without some great coffee. For sure. Mm-hmm. We had a spot like that in Northern Virginia. It, I mean, I'm not going to say it had like a community because it was still a gym, but it was a fancy gym and they had a... And it was a chain too. So yeah. it wasn't like personal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, I don't know if you've heard of it. Lifetime Fitness. I'm sure you have. Oh, we belong to one back in Ohio pre-kids when you have time and money. Uh-huh. Right, right, <laughs> exactly. It was. It's outrageously expensive, but it's it's got everything there. There's yeah. a oh, indoor yeah. pool, then restaurant, yeah, restaurant with okay. coffee. Oh my yeah. goodness! That John and nice. I would go spend Saturdays there. I'm like, we're kind of lame for a date, but it'd be like, you want to work out? Oh, steam room, pool, smoothie. Yeah, yeah yep. this is fantastic. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and yeah, I bring my we... laundry. That would have been it. Right. <laughs> actually lived in one of those for like 30 days or something like that and just stayed inside a lifetime fitness and lived there yeah yeah didn't pay wow (laughs) they got caught though i mean they they paid for the membership but that was it (laughs) yeah it's not too shabby yeah (laughs) don't tempt me don't tempt me (laughs) yes (laughs) okay so our next one is what is your favorite thing to do outside of fitness outside of providing services in beyond begin your shift. What's your favorite thing to do? My favorite thing, anything that involves being on the water. So being at the beach, being at the beach, paddleboarding, kayaking, swimming, fishing. fishing. Yeah. I mean, we love our family. Yeah. We know you love fishing, Russ. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's just, it's a place. I mean, if you look at my logo, it's the sun, the mountain and the water. And I've got many different meanings. There's like a lot of biblical reference to that image as well. But there's also just, you know, you feel good in the sun. The mountains are beautiful and the water is like renewal every time you visit it. So For sure. All right. So what is the funniest, craziest thing about Florida living? You've been here a while. You mentioned you were in Ohio and then you moved to mm-hmm. Florida. How long have you lived in Florida? Nine years, right? 14. Okay. Yeah. So what's Nine the years? craziest thing that you have experienced with Florida living? Oh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> we live in a zoo. <laughs> this is Legit, true. like, every time I turn around, there's a different animal or creature. And when you have a son that loves all living things. Um, <laughs> we saw the lizard. Yeah. It's like one. Jack Hanna's zoo. Yeah. Everything. It's like. The the sandhill cr- between the sandhill cranes, all the gators everywhere. You know, a lizard walks into my garage, and now we have it as a pet. <laughs> Snakes. I, I mean, you name it. Like I wouldn't even call it like one specific thing that's crazy. But anytime you turn around, it's like creatures everywhere. Bobcats. Sure, why not? Yeah. I mean, did you see that video? Of the gator that ate my fish. Yes. Yeah. I've, and you've seen like the eels that come out when it rains oh, yeah. during the hurricanes. Yeah. Yes. Mike caught those. Mm-hmm. He puts them in a tank to pet them. <laughs> to pet them. <laughs> <laughs> Are they eventually released or do you still have these oh. in your house? 
Oh, no. Oh, gosh, no. No. <laughs> we we release them, and it's a don't you dare bring that in my house type of yeah. thing. But, right. yeah, it's crazy. I mean, one year, Micah gave snakes to his friends for their birthday. So that's the kind of life we live. I yeah. feel like I remember this. <laughs> and their mom did what? Yeah. Like, right? Oh, a- Ashley, he dropped it off down the road. Like he put it in a little Tupperware box with sand and rocks. And it was like, happy birthday. <laughs> Those are the best text messages we get. Like, thanks for that snake. <laughs> it's so You're awesome. welcome. It's Florida living. Yeah. What can yeah. we say? Florida living. It's like living in a zoo. Yeah, and the weather changes all the time. So oh, between yeah. the weather and the animals, I say we we we're living the life. For sure. <laughs> Did you see? I mean, you know the one of the houses on our street. They do a lot of stray cats. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. they feed them. Well, one of them was uh, it was attacked by something because I, it, half of its hip was hanging out. Oh, I, I missed that. Yeah, it was it was gross. I was like, that is nasty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot about in, but... the, the wild boars. The amount of animals I see at 4 a.m. when I'm running. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. People ask you... me all the time, aren't you afraid? I'm like, it's an armadillo. They're dumb as rocks. Mm-hmm. They're not going to do anything. I have <laughs> seen wild boar. I have ran face to face with a coyote and we parted ways. Was it just one? It was just one. That's yeah, weird. but yeah, I like no, stopped out no. in my tracks and he looked at me. I was like, I'm going to turn around now. Yeah. <laughs> I've never ran so fast. <laughs> Do you carry pepper spray or a pop gun or something? <laughs> I'm the worst. I am probably the worst runner ever. So, yeah, we won't get into that, though. I don't want I mean, anyone. This is Florida. You don't have to carry a pop gun. <laughs> well, that'd be scary. Like, you know, like <laughs> I you can carry a little bit bigger than that. <laughs> I've got my phone in my earbuds, and that's all I've got. I've got my guns. And yeah, and my dog. She's much faster than you, though. So I think she might leave you. She would leave me to <laughs> yeah. be eaten alive. Yeah. yeah right. Uh, you can take care of that, and I'm, I'm going home. Right. Hi, mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we're coming to the end here, but we want to know and we want to make sure everyone knows how can we find you? Where can we find you? Either social media, email, whatever you want to share. How can we find you, Katie? Uh, on all, all the places Instagram, fitmama underscore Isaac. I try to keep it pretty fitness related. And then social media, I've got everything on there from my my personal life and homeschooling and fitness. And then if people, you know, have questions, I always offer a free consultation. If people ever want to talk and ask questions or get guidance, I always do a free 30-minute consultation. So they can schedule that on my website, beginyourship.com. So all the all the outlets to get a hold okay. of me. We'll include all the links in the show notes so that that, that people can can find you easy. And uh, yeah. so we're at 38 minutes. Are you going to charge us for eight minutes? I am. Yeah. That was <laughs> yeah. a pretty expensive console. <laughs> it's $2 for every minute over. <laughs> Time is money, Russ. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm surprised you're not doing this in your traverse. This right. Interview. <laughs> on, on the way somewhere. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, Russ, we can keep it going longer. Because then it saves me from chores. Right. Yeah, I got you. Well, you can always pretend. Yeah. You want to ask us questions? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) 
All flip right. the script. That would be really fun, though. Oh well, I mean, I told you I would. Uh, I would consult you on doing a podcast and and your website stuff. So yeah, yeah, it's time to get it started. Why yes. add one more thing to the plate? <laughs> Let's do it. Yes, <laughs> you do it all. You do it all. I know it. Exactly. I know it. Well, any additional questions, Russ? I am good. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on. Seriously, I, I'm not exaggerating when I say you're an inspiration. We can't yep. thank you enough for joining. Thanks, Katie. Thank you so much, guys. This was fun. I yeah, appreciate it. For sure. Absolutely. We will awesome. see you on the homestead. Yes, we will. Bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. Another amazing interview. Yeah, I think that one was one of my favorites. Really? Yeah, yeah, because she... um. Katie gave us a lot of sound bites <laughs> and they were solid. Like it makes you think. Absolutely. Like there is more to physical training, right? And yeah. It's more than that. Do they always say what willpower and like mind over matter, right? Those kind of things. And to her point, it's bigger than all of that. Like mm-hmm. once you change your mind, you can change everything else. So eat well, mm-hmm. just because you can pick, pick up heavy weight and put heavy weight down doesn't mean that your body is is doing well you like you it's a it's a three-piece puzzle nutrition mental and and physical craziness Mm -hmm. to think about but i agree i think that was really powerful the things she said and i need to get back into it (laughs) me too yeah we aren't the the healthiest. Well, of- we need to begin our shift. Ooh, <laughs> good plug. Yes. Yeah, and it'll start by not going to McDonald's. Yay! I like it. <laughs> well, like we said earlier, all of Katie and Begin Your Shift social media accounts will be in the show notes. So please go check her out. And if you are interested and you are in the Tampa area, if you're interested to begin your shift. Yeah. Ooh. Go. Go check out all of her pages and all of her insights on physical, mental, and nutritional fitness. Ooh, good job. Love you, bye. <laughs> it's what you do with the things you love.